You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we're moving into the fall season. So Ariel's going to give you some information on how to address depression and negative mood with holistic health tools, aromatherapy, reflexology, and more. Join us. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. As we head into fall and winter, where a lot of people experience seasonal affective disorder and feelings of depression, I thought it would be a good time for me to give you some information and tools on how to deal with it. So, a couple things. Did you know that anxiety and depression increased from 36.4% to 41.5% from August 2020? to February 2021. So in just a few months, there was an increase overall by 5% in less than a year during the pandemic. That's amazing to me. And I really thought, you know, a lot of people have had continuing effects from the pandemic. And I thought I should do a few shows to help people deal with some of those effects as much as possible. So, would you like some practical tips to address depression that you can use in real time? Though so That's what I'm going for today. These are holistic tips. And just a reminder to everybody, this is not a substitution for mental health treatment or medical treatment. This is a holistic health approach for addressing down moods or down feelings in a specific moment. Want to make sure that you guys all know there's a new number. It's not 911. It is 988. And that is to help people who are having mental health crisis or uh, suicidal thoughts. Please call that number. I wanted to mention that right at the beginning of this podcast because it's important. If you're having that stuff going on, I definitely want to make sure that you address this because it's really, really important. Okay. So. Moving on. Now, there are a lot of different types of depression. I'm not even going to mention all of them. And a lot of these require much more extensive medical treatment than what I'm talking about today. What I'm talking about today is just something like a situational depression, like upset or about a feeling or experience or an event that's taken place or a life change or seasonal affective disorder, which some people consider to be a type of depression, the more serious aspects or uh, manifestations of depression are something you definitely need to get treatment for. So I'm going to give you some descriptions of some of these and some information about them. So there's disruptive mood dysregulation disorder. There's major depressive disorder. There's persistent depressive disorder, which is called dysthymia or PDD. There's premenstrual dysphoric disorder. There's also substance or medication-induced depressive disorder, which is amazing. Not all of us know about this, but sometimes if you take meds, you can experience depression or substances like alcohol and drugs, you can experience depression. There's also seasonal affective disorder and 
some people have that situational depression, especially if they've experienced a loss or significant life changes. So the commonality of these disorders is that they share a sad, empty, or irritable mood accompanied by somatic and cognitive changes that significantly affect the individual's ability or capability to function. Everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. Okay, so we all have days when we don't want to get out of bed. And that's something that happens for everybody. And those moods come on us for different reasons. But this is usually relating to something that's significant. Some types of depression, people don't want to get out of bed at all for extended periods of time. Some types of depression, people will be able to function, but they just have that low mood. Now, it's interesting because depressive disorders encompass major depressive disorder, that PDD, which I talked about, and also bipolar disorder. But be aware that bipolar disorder is now separated from other types of depression or depressive disorders in the DSM-5 and has its own category. And the DSM-5 is the book that medical professionals use to help them with diagnoses of mental health issues. It's been around since the 1800s. It's in its fifth version now, and it was compiled by the work of thousands of people. So that's the book that is used. And so if you hear people say DSM-5, they mean the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual number five or the fifth version. Okay, more about depressive disorders. They usually co-occur with anxiety, disorders, and substance abuse. So that's something to think about. Also, depression's diagnosed according to two pathways. So first, it's determined if a person suffers from primary or secondary causes. And then they look at, is depression unipolar or bipolar? Bipolar usually means they have periods of mania or submania, and then they have periods of depression or subdepression. Before depression is diagnosed, it has to be determined if the symptoms are causing significant impairment of a person's normal functioning. So there's a difference between having a bad mood or a few days when you're in a low mood or your function is impaired. So sometimes we think that we're experiencing, quote, depression if we're in a low mood for a period of time, but in reality, we're just having a low mood. This has to do with impairment of function. That's important. I want to make sure you know that. So they're looking at five indicators. They have a list of symptoms they're looking for for at least two weeks, okay? So despondent mood, loss of interest or loss of pleasure at most activities, changes in appetite, weight, or sleep patterns. This could either be eating a lot or not enough, sleeping a lot or not enough, Changes in psychomotor activity, which is people being agitated or their movements are very slow, their thinking is very slow. Sometimes people who are experiencing depression can also have the symptom of fatigue or they have a symptom of loss of energy. They're also looking at feelings of worthlessness or guilt, problems with thinking, concentration or making decisions, or suicidal thoughts or attempts. That is part of it too. And also insomnia 
Here's something you may or may not know is, did you know that there are drugs that cause depression? And did you know that there are medical conditions that cause depression? And it's not always 100% of the time, but it can happen. So if you're taking these meds or you have these health issues, just know that sometimes if you're experiencing depression, it's because of that and it may not be because you have depression itself and you should definitely go get checked out if you're concerned about it so some drugs have depression as a side effect so the positive note about this is that if a person's mood disorder is caused by drugs it can be treated when a person stops taking the drugs so some of the drugs are blood pressure medications that act on the brain like clonidine respirine indorol or aldamet steroids which are used to control arthritis, inflammation, and joint pain, especially from autoimmune disease or asthma. Sometimes they can cause feelings of depression. Um, Also, euphoria, which is what sometimes people experience when they're having a manic episode, or irritability. And also, recreational drugs can cause depression. Alcohol, cocaine, methamphetamine, and opiates. So that's also something to keep in mind. If you have... These medical conditions, sometimes they cause depression also. So chronic infections, endocrine problems like an over or underactive thyroid, parathyroid, or adrenal glands. Some cancers, especially cancer of the pancreas, and neurological degenerative diseases like MS or multiple sclerosis. So these are things to look out for. Keep these in mind. So now that we've talked about depression, I want to give you a protocol that you can try when you're experiencing a darker mood. So we're going to work with that after the break. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness or massage we have online and in-person courses for you find us on facebook at hubbard education group that's hubbard education group or go to www.arielhubbard.com that's www.arielhubbard.com and if you're on clubhouse you can find ariel hubbard by looking up ariel hubbard a-r-i-e-l-h-u-b-b-a-r-d And we are back. So before the break, I talked about giving you a holistic protocol that might be helpful to address symptoms of depression. Now, remember, I'm talking about the mood aspect, okay? I'm not talking about the inability to function, the other symptoms like the slow activity or the insomnia, that stuff. When you're having more serious symptoms, definitely make sure you go get checked out by your medical provider or you make an appointment or see your medical professional. This is not a substitute for that. What this is, is meant to address some of the aspects of the energy imbalances that are caused by those feelings of depression, okay? So I'm looking at the the energetic imbalances that people experience and I'm looking to give you some tools with acupressure, neuroemotional points, affirmations, and a bit of reflexology. I'm also giving you practical tips. Some of these things I've learned from naturopaths, working with my clients, my own work, or just study on addressing depression. So here are some suggestions I'm going to give you for self-care. Ready? First of all, 
especially during the winter months or fall months, make sure you're getting enough vitamin D. This is an issue for a lot of people. Lack of vitamin D causes a lot of different health issues and sometimes a darker mood can be one of them. So make sure you're taking enough vitamin D, okay? And I'm not gonna tell you what that is because I'm not a nutritionist. All right, step B, get enough exercise, which for most adults is about five sessions of exercise a week, okay? It's really, really important. Exercise is one of the most powerful ways to address feeling that darker mood, okay? Step C, get proper overall nutrition. Most people don't take supplements that I've found. I've talked with people and they don't know the difference between vitamins and minerals. And again, I'm not a nutritionist, although I did write a nutrition course with a naturopath and I spent a year doing it. Vitamins are vitamins and minerals are minerals. And some of the nervous system issues, muscular issues, and a bunch of other different um, issues are caused by deficiencies in vitamins and minerals. So make sure you're getting those. Make sure you're having a balanced diet. Make sure you're having a, a balance of what you need for proteins, for grains, for carbs, for fats. Make sure you get your balance for you. Make sure you're hydrating enough, okay? These are basic tips, but believe it or not, lack of proper nutrition can really contribute to somebody's mood in the wintertime and fall too, actually. Okay, step D. Consider using full-spectrum lighting for at least 15 minutes a day, especially in the fall and winter months. Some people use lamps, but use this before way before you go to bed, like in the morning, okay? Don't do it right before you go to bed because it'll keep you awake, okay? Step E, talk with your friends or your therapist when you're having an emotional challenge or you're having negative thoughts. Address those things, okay? And now let's get to the holistic protocol. So first thing you're gonna do is ground and setting yourself. I talked about this in the last episode. Basically, I want you to visualize green light is coming through the top of your head. It's charging you up with positive energy. It's shooting out your feet and the base of your pelvis. Three lines of energy are going down to the center of the earth. You're connecting to the earth's energy. You're bringing the energy that feeds all the life forms on this planet back up through those lines of energy, back into your feet, charging your body, back up between your feet, between your knees, through your pelvis, up through your torso. Filling you up with green light, charging your arms, your legs, your neck, your head. Energy is coming out the top of your head and pouring around your body, filling up your auric field with green light. That's a form of grounding. Then I want you to imagine you're going to center. Centering is visualizing white light at the center of your being, this very powerful, beautiful light. You could call it your soul, the part of you that's connected with the wisdom and unconditional love of the universe. The part of you that transcends drama, negative thinking, negative thoughts, and negative moods. Imagine that white light is sparkling. It's bright. It's glowing inside of you. It's really powerful, and it makes you feel amazing. Perfect. Great. Then you're going to rub your hands together to generate chi like this. You can hear the sound. You're going to imagine you're putting violet flame in your hands. And now you're going to take that violet flame, and you're going to take it, bring your hands above your head, and move your hands down along the sides of your body like you're pouring violet flame all over yourself. And what this does is it burns up and transmutes negative energy. It clears you, and it clears your thoughts and feelings. Then, step three, you're going to rub your hands together again. You're going to visualize rainbow light 
that has sparkles in it. That rainbow sparkly light brings color frequencies and positive energy. And again, you're going to pour it from your head all the way down along the sides of your body toward your toes. This is an old Qigong technique. I'm just adding color visualization to it. Step four. Now we're going to take our fingertips um, and we're going to put them on our forehead between our brows and our hairline. And we're going to touch our forehead and then we're going to just tug the skin and lift it up toward the sky. This is called touching the positive points. The positive points help elevate mood. And this is really helpful. This activates these points and makes you feel better if you do it for a few seconds, especially when you're feeling emotionally triggered or you're upset or you're just in a dark mood. Okay, step five, consider using some aromatherapy. I love the citruses to elevate mood, and there are a lot of them, believe it or not. You've got lemon, you've got lime, orange, grapefruit, neroli, bergamot. There's also pedigrain, believe it or not. And you can smell that, and you smell it for at least 10 seconds if you can. Also, there's an oil called, essential oil, I should say, called clary sage. Clary sage is wonderful for elevating mood. It has a great euphoric effect. It helps you kind of disengage or step away from the negative emotions that you're feeling. So smell that. Perfect. Now you're going to tap your K27. So to find these, find your collarbones and then go to the middle line of your body and find the sternum. Okay, that's like an upside down L. And then if you just go just below your collarbones and just on the outside of the sternum, you're going to find these indentations. Those are called the elegant mansion or K27 points. Go ahead and tap those for at least 15 seconds and breathe. And tapping these points strengthens immune function. It relieves breathing difficulties. It relieves chest congestion, asthma, coughing. It also works with anxiety and depression. Okay, now, if you have any negative thoughts or feelings that are coming up that you need to let go of, just take some deep breaths and exhale those out. Imagine your foot chakras are opening up and the negative thoughts are going into the earth. They're releasing out of your body. And imagine the earth is transmuting those into positive thoughts and energies. Then we're going to hold our positive points for step eight. We're going to hold the positive points again. Remember, touch your fingers to your forehead and then tug the skin upward and say, I move forward with ease and grace. I move forward with ease and grace. I move forward with ease and grace and visualize it. Visualize yourself moving forward with ease and grace. Visualize yourself taking whatever step is that is your next step, whether it's getting out of bed, having a conversation to clear up an issue, going to work out, or taking an action to resolve a challenge. Just visualize that's happening. And now you're going to tap the even though points. You're going to tap the outside edges of your hand. So the pinky side of the edge of the hand, you're going to tap those outside edges of the hand together. And you're going to say, even though I'm feeling this feeling, I completely love and accept myself. Even though I'm feeling this feeling, I completely love and accept myself. Even though I'm feeling this feeling, I completely love and accept myself. And if you have lavender essential oil, go ahead and smell it for at least 10 to 15 seconds. Go ahead and smell that. Lavender is a wonderful oil. It has a lot of positive effects. One is calming and soothing. It just helps you let go, breathe it in. And then you're going to say, you're going to rub your hands together after you've smelled it. And you're going to rub your hands together. You might even want to put some of it on your hands. Rub your hands together for at least 30 seconds. Massage the palms. Massage the backs of the hands. 
Make sure you massage the fingers and the thumbs because that is the brain. You want to change your brain chemistry. If you're getting that lavender oil on there, you're helping to change the brain chemistry. Rub the palms of the hands again. Make sure you rub the, around the wrist. That stimulates um, immune function. It also gets energy moving in your body. And say, I learn from all life's experiences. I learn from all life's experiences. I learn from all life's experiences. So this is stimulating a release in your physical body and your nervous system, your endocrine system. It's really helpful to do this for at least 30 seconds. And you'll probably notice a feeling of relaxation, calm, and maybe letting go of that negative thought or feeling that you're having. And then walk in place for about 30 seconds. Visualize that relaxation you're experiencing. Imagine you're shifting. And just notice how you're feeling. And just notice all of that integrating in your energy anatomy system, which is your chakras, your meridians, your auric field, and your physical body, all integrating together to experience these positive changes. And what this protocol does, does is it gives you a way when you're in a despondent mood to shift yourself out of it. And if you can catch yourself right in the middle of the mood and you do this, you'll discover that you don't have to stay in that mood. Even if you have the mood, you have a tool to get yourself out of it. And if you can get yourself out of it, that makes you feel more secure because it makes you realize I have something I can do. I have a step I can take. I have power here. I have power to do something about my situation. And this episode's about the power of healing and addressing the symptoms of depression, that low mood, and that feeling of an action. So the goal here is to help you have a tool when you're getting those feelings coming up If you have one thing you can do, it's tap the even though points. So on the outside edges of the hand where the pinky is, even though I'm feeling this feeling, tap it, tap the outside of the edges of the hands and say, I completely love and accept myself. Even though I'm feeling this feeling, I completely love and accept myself. Even though I'm feeling this feeling, I completely love and accept myself. And literally it'll shift your brain chemistry, your body chemistry. It'll shift the way you experience and feel your moods and you won't feel controlled by them anymore. So definitely recommend this tool for you and the other suggestions I gave about exercise and nutrition. And I didn't mention sleep, but I should because you definitely need that sleep. Adequate sleep is huge too, but not too much, but just enough. So try using this when you're feeling that negative set of feelings or emotions. And if you're feeling, you know, grumpy because it's all cloudy and rainy out or snowing or whatever, Go through this protocol, see how you feel and notice a difference. So I do hope you enjoyed the tips shared today. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends, colleagues, and family. And also remember, again, one last time, this is not a substitute for mental health treatment. If you're having a health crisis, call 988. And I want to thank you for joining me today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Lots of great stuff coming up. So... See you next time. Thanks. Are you experiencing overwhelm, frustration, 
stress or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? Well, contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com. 